From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Hazlein from AIT. Hazlein, it's really nice to have you on. Thank you, Brad. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm really excited for today's discussion. So can you tell me a bit about yourself, who you are, as well as what AIT is and what you guys are doing? Absolutely. Thank you, Brad. So my name is Hasnain Rizvirahman, but I would prefer you guys call me Riz. That's what all my North American friends call me. I am the founder and CEO of my company AIT, which is based out of Dhaka, Bangladesh, but it has gone global over time. It's a tech consulting company, or you can say it's a custom software development company with global presence. We have clients all over the world in every continent. We have clients in North America, in Europe, in Australia, in Japan. We build scalable solutions for these clients. We provide very vetted quality tech resources for these clients as well. So that's my first company. Recently, I actually ventured into another one. I founded another venture studio in New York, America. It's more of an incubator. We incubate startups, idea state startups. We give them some funds as well. We do mentoring. So that's what we do. In a nutshell, I would say I'm an entrepreneur and a technologist packaged into one. Nice. I love that. And I think you're being you. modest too. I think you were saying you're like one of the biggest companies in Bangladesh too <laughs> in this space. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a 15 years old company. I founded it back in 2008. It was a very small company back then. I just had one partner back then, but it grew really well. So currently we have 500 plus engineers in-house, on-premise. And yeah, you are right. We are one of the top 10 tech companies from Bangladesh. That's really cool. How do you get into this space and decide to start this company and all that? Interesting. I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I mean, I didn't know what an entrepreneur is. I don't know. I, I, did, I had no idea how to run a company as such. So I always wanted to be a mathematician. I loved and I still love maths and physics. However, that plan got ruined when my father bought me a computer when I was in school. Mm. So that, that I'm talking about my eighth grade. I had my first computer. Instead of being crazy playing games, I started learning coding. I taught myself coding using books. I became a self-taught coder. I sold my first software in, when I was in 11th grade. Then I studied computer science in Dhaka, Bangladesh. And in 2006, I went to Sweden to do my master's. That plan didn't work out well for several reasons, mostly personal, you know, family issues. So I dropped out from my master's. I started freelancing. And that's when I got a big job from a Swedish company. I convinced the Swedish company to help me start my own company and work for them. So that's how I founded my company in 2008 and they became my first customer. I came back to Bangladesh. I started hiring engineers. We started to grow. They referred to other companies. We started getting more clients and that's how we all started. That's how my company started. That's amazing story, I love it. So Thank you. So from a journey of starting yourself to now having over 500 people 
what is what are some of the tactics and strategies was it all like referral based like where you sell and then another referral another one and you keep hiring people what did that journey look like initially it was all referral based yeah and i can tell you publicly that i wasn't a very good CEO back then. I learned a lot over these years. It's been a very enlightening journey for me. So initially I relied on referrals, friends, families, clients of clients, and so on. We didn't have a solid sales funnel back then. I'm talking about like 10 years ago or earlier. But then I realized that we are not growing. We were not growing as fast as we should. So I started learning how to expedite our sales process. And mm. that's when we hired business people, salespeople, marketing people. We studied how sales is done by other companies in our own space and then started having results. So yeah, that all referral back then, but over the years, we now have a very strong sales funnel and sales process. Nice. What were some of those lessons learned and what kind of processes did you set up and all that? I learned three lessons in a very hard way and that helped me actually. So first lesson is I have been an engineer, as I told you, I was a coder and I suffered from a coders problem. We all coders think that our company will be great just on the virtue of our product. Sadly, it doesn't work in that way. So I undervalued marketing and sales. I didn't realize the power of sales and marketing back then. When I realized its power, things started to change. So that's number one. Number two is I had to, I didn't network well back then. When I started meeting new people, when I started networking more and more, we started getting a lot of results. And thirdly, and I would say it's one of the biggest lessons that I learned over the years is we have to have a goal. So when I founded my company, I was really naive and young. So we didn't, I didn't have a goal that where we want to be. Or in other words, we didn't have a role model company that we wanted to become like. But when we set a role model for our company, like we wanted to become th like that company or this company, then we started drawing a path to reach there. So we realized that we are in step A, we want to reach step B, and we started thinking how we can get there. Yeah. I love it. It's amazing. Pivoting subjects here a bit. Let's talk about content, LinkedIn, speaking. If I go to your LinkedIn page, I see like you're at TEDx, you're speaking Thank at you. this event, getting that award. <laughs> Tell me about that. Like what made you decide to, hey, let's create this content, let's speak, let's be active on LinkedIn, all that stuff. Yeah, as our company grew, as we started creating more impact in the society, people started reaching me out and asked me to speak in different occasions, in different conferences or in events. And I enjoy talking to people. I, I enjoy sharing my experience of successes and failures both with my audience. And I started telling stories. I really believe, the, believe in the power of storytelling. Stories 
are what make us. A good story creates the mission, vision, or direction of a company. So when I started speaking in different events and conferences and universities, that actually helped me build my brand as well. So either either your company's brand has to be strong or your own brand has to be strong or both. So it helped me out. I love that. Yeah, I think you have a very strong brand that's led us to even reaching out and doing this and all that stuff. And do you feel that has helped with sales too? You know, when you engage with a new client, it's, hey, I know of these guys and what they're up to and all that. Directly or indirectly, yes. It does and did help us generate sales. Basically, brand helps us in establishing our credibility our credentials, Mm. right? So when I talk to someone, they go to my LinkedIn profile, they see that I do all these things. I don't have to convince him to work with me. He is (laughs) pre-convinced. So that that helps, yeah. And it takes time. It didn't happen overnight. I had to work really hard to be where I am now. Yeah, it elevates your status. You're not just some random person reaching out. Oh, hey, this guy is like very professional and really a leader in this space. What's one thing you wish you had known when you first became a CEO that you know now? That one lesson would be the power of networking. I was so consumed with coding that I undermined the power of networking. Whether you are an entrepreneur or founder or whoever you are, you cannot do everything alone. I thought I could do everything alone. And at some point in my life, I realized that's not possible. So I need help from other people. And if I want help from other people, I have to meet other people, network other people. But I learned it in the hard way and I learned it later in my life. Yeah. So related to that, if you could go back and give your younger self like one piece of advice, what would that advice be? It would be meet new people. Meet people who can Mm. help you in your journey, in your story, in your business. Open up, grow, and go out of your comfort zone. Love it. Thank you. As we're wrapping up here, what's a piece of advice you have for your industry as a whole? So think your customers and... Everyone out there. Technology is changing more rapidly than we can ever imagine. Last two years, we as insiders of the industry, we're seeing quantum leap. This chat GPT itself, it's as big as Google. And we have to adapt with this change. We cannot ignore this new revolution. So the more friendly we'll be toward this change, the better we'll do in the future. So digital transformation, AI acceptance or incorporation into mainstream business, these are going to be inevitable. So we just have to go for it. Absolutely. Great insights. Thanks so much for joining the podcast today. Pleasure.